money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's great because, you know, spring has sprung. What is it? April showers bring May flowers. Isn't that still a thing? I say spring has sprung and the grass is riz. I wonder where the flowers is. There you go. So there's like those two of them. <laughs> uh, so I know that there are people across Canada still digging out in their snow. Um, Possibly, Yeah, yes. there was a couple of weeks ago a pretty big snowstorm out near uh, Winnipeg. I'm hoping that that's all gone and, and all okay, that. Can we but get on with yes, the show? We got a big topic show. today. Big topic. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We welcome you. If you're joining us for, uh, you've heard the show before, then thanks for joining again and listening in. We are, we're really excited about the show this morning because there is a lot to talk about. So if you want to catch one of our previous shows, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca. Those are the three places where you don't need a special tool. You don't need a special player. You can just hit play and away you go. Uh, If you're a podcaster, of course, we're on uh, as many podcasting platforms as we have uh, can be. So feel free to search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and let's jump into the show. Okay. So normally we start um, with some scripture verses, Mm -hmm. but I'm actually going to start. We're going to we're going to get to the scripture verses because there's a couple quotes Mm -hmm. and a couple reference points I want us to start the show with today. And um, I've actually given the show a title. Some of you probably don't know that. Every show has a title. Every show has a title. (laughs) You know, Will, who is producing the show, uh, and he's the new producer of our show, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Yeah. So we're grateful for Will. Um, he, um, you know, ask me what's the title of the show. So today's title is "How Then Shall We Live?" Mm-hmm. And it and it's a phrase that's been going through my mind for 15 years. How then shall we live? When Dave and I didn't have a great income, how then shall we live? How are we supposed to do this with mm-hmm. the Lord? How does this work? Mm-hmm. And it's a question question you know in light of what's happening in our world today how then shall we live i i i thought of this word again because it's actually i discovered that francis schaefer wrote a book and he was a man who lived um you know decades ago he's, yeah, but he's, he's been a pretty a, pretty contemporary yes, writer in yes, the sense and, that and what? pastor and theologian mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. um um, if I'm wrong on that, someone can correct me. But um, because it sits on my daughter's shelf at home, how should we then live? And he wrote this book and he he studied um, Western history from ancient Rome um, until he wrote the book in 1976. There there he studied it along the philosophic and um, scientific and religious um, right. history. And he made this premise in the book that when we base society on the Bible, the infinite personal God um, who is there and has spoken, this gives us a, an absolute way to live. We can conduct our lives. We can look at society. We can um, make assessments on society and we can live according to a value system that's helpful. 
Um, he called it freedom without chaos. I love that. I, I love that. I mean, I, I'm like, I got to find a place to use that because freedom without chaos. I mean, oh, that, my goodness. I, I mean, yeah, because that can be going so I many mean, if, places. You, if you know more than enough freedom today, hope for tomorrow. So we like the freedom word. Anyway, mm. we'll go back to that at some point. But um, you and I will. I mean, for uh, what does that mean for our finances? But, you know, so then he went on that when we base our society on humanism, um, a value system rooted in the belief that man is his own measure, that man is autonomous and totally independent. All values are relative and we have no way to distinguish right from wrong and how that can create fragmentation in a society. So why am I mentioning that? Because when I was thinking about the title of the show, How Then Shall We Live? I also went and looked at that book, How Should We Then Live? That Francis Schaeffer was asking the same kind of questions. Now, I have not read the book and many of you might, out there might have already, but mm -hmm. I think the question is real. I think it is a question that lots of people are um, calling the office, sending emails, and, and it, they're not asking how should we live? But in essence, they are. We've mm -hmm. got a question um, recently. You know, if I'm making minimum wage, how can I buy a house? Mm -hmm. um, if I'm making minimum wage and don't have access to dental services because of our medical system, how, how do I pay that for the dentist? Mm -hmm. Like really practical questions. Mm -hmm. We've had other questions where, um, you know, with the inflation and mm -hmm. with the cost of living and the cost of gas on the increase and the interest rates going up, mm -hmm. um, there's a perception that is driving some fear. And the question then is, how shall we live? How then shall we live? And David and I have been talking about this question for days. We just told Will. We have been talking. Like, I don't, I hope we may. Days? We've been talking about this okay, question since, for, I don't know, okay, I could articulate a, it. Yes, right? but so. really intently, yes. intentionally. I'm like, what can we do for this radio show? Because we're, we're getting all these questions. But then, as some of you know, some of you don't know, I love Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. I have um, downloaded Andy Serkis's read aloud version audible version of um the fellowship of the rings he read the fellowship of the rings the two towers and um the return of the king and he does all the voices a lot of the voices and it's if you if you if you love lord of the rings and you haven't heard the book in a while go um mm -hmm. get it any circus does a great job anyway so as right after I'm, you download the bible and okay you know. okay yeah you know what <laughs> Good literature is just good literature. Mm -hmm. So I'm I listening hear. to it this uh, past week. And um, if I can find the quote, because I know I wrote it on my notes. Okay. I actually texted Dave right away when I heard it. Mm -hmm. One, um, um, Gandalf, they're heading into this. They're, they're at a crossroads. Mm -hmm. the, the, the fellowship, the nine of them, they have this ring. They have to get it to the Mount Doom to destroy it. They're at the beginning of the journey and all the evil forces are set against them. All the paths are, are have been blocked. They're, they've got wolves after them. They're in battles. It's just, they, they're at a, at a crossroads. And Gandalf, the leader of the, the, the pack, so to speak, says, one must tread the path need chooses. I'm going to say that again. One must tread the path need chooses. And it struck me because that is where we're at. There is a path that we haven't planned on 
with the pandemic, there is a path that um, need is making the way mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Need sh- t- is telling us, man, drive your car less. Mm-hmm. Um, need is saying, maybe you can't buy, maybe you have to buy more sales items at the grocery store. Need is telling us we have to look at our finances differently because we can't buy the house we thought we could two years ago. Mm. Need is choosing a path for us. And what, um, what is awesome about this, you know, for in the story, the nine of them, Dave, are, are, have every path blocked, but there's only one path. And only two of the nine really want to go into the mines of Moria, into this dark mountain and follow the path there the others because of the history of of that place are and, and their own perspective and their own I mean, perspective they, are they saying, all have their reasons right right so. and they, i'm not going in there mm-hmm. and no even the ring bearer frodo who is the one who who's who's left with the responsibility to destroy this ring uh he's like i don't want to go in there so I feel like sometimes the path that need is showing us to walk down, we are a little bit like, I don't want to go down that path. Mm. I don't want anybody to tell me I can't buy the house I want. I don't want to any, I don't want Dave as a mortgage guy telling me I need more of a down payment and I have to wait five more years. Um, I don't want someone to tell me I can't drive my car as much. Mm-hmm. Th- there's a path that need is choosing for us. Mm-hmm. And how do we walk that path? Because they could choose not to walk it. They could try and do the workaround knowing full well they're going to be opposed at every side. And some of us, me included, don't like the choice of the need. We like, no, thank you. You know, it's it's a it's a beautiful quote, but a hard one, because how are we following the path of need right now? And are we back to the question of Christ and scripture in our life. How are we walking that path of need with God? So, and and I'm going to kind of pick up on that and, and maybe ask a little bit of the question around, th- there's an acquiescence uh, here in the story of Lord of the Rings and at this part of the story. They have actually pushed, they tried to go another path and they pushed really hard and they basically came to an impasse and said, uh, we can't go down this path anymore. There's too much resistance, you know, and, and we won't tell the whole story, but the reality is, is they tried other paths. They had other discussions. They went, well, we could go here, we could go here, but that doesn't work and this doesn't work. And, and finally, they, they decided on a path to say, well, this is the one we're gonna choose. And at a certain point, the, the, the fellowship basically says, well, you have to let the ring bearer choose. And he kind of listened to everything and says, well, I don't really know what it is, but we're going to go this way uh, because this seems to be the way to go. Um, And I think the, you know, for us bringing this back into the financial piece and saying, as we become financially aware, as we say, listen, I am hearing all of this news, interest rates rising, inflation rising. How do we control that? How do we, uh, you know, that is great information for helping to say, what is the environment? But I think, um, and this is my encouragement, part of that, it needs to be, where do we put our focus? Where do we look to, um, the, the, the fellowship look to the ring bearer for the 
kind of the final decision. They said, we'll do. We're well, in with the movie, you. they did. I haven't got to that part yet in the book. But in the movie, Frodo does make the decision. He, he makes yeah. the decision. And and so the the idea here is, is who, where do we look? And that's what I wanted to pick up on this is, is are we looking at Christ? Uh, is our focus to say, okay, these are real decisions that we need to be making. Do we actually even believe that God is involved in those decisions for us? Um, do we even kind of bring that to him or do we just say hey um i'm gonna kind of move ahead under my own wisdom my own and i guess i feel like the encouragement and the incredible thing that we have is is we get to come to god and we get to go god i uh, you know there's there's a couple choices i i could make in terms of the decision on how i can live and then we start looking in scripture, we start spending some time and looking at the Lord, and then, uh, you know, I can speak this for our own lives, we go, oh, you know what? I think that this sits right with my spirit, it sits right with you, Reb, and, and let's make a decision to move forward, even though it may be difficult, even though it might be, uh, when I start the journey, I'm kinda like, well, I think this is the way that that we need to go and we're just going to start moving. And again, when we get to the practical, it's like, I don't like the answer of waiting two more years, three more years to save up for a house. But you know what? Uh, That's what I feel like that's the decision that we made before the Lord as we pray together about it, as we read scripture, as we we, uh, discuss and come to unity about it. And the scripture verse that I actually chose as part of that was the Colossians 3, verses Mm -hmm. 1 to 4. If you've then been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears and you will also appear with him in glory. Now, what does that verse have to do with what you just said? But actually everything. Mm -hmm. If we have set, if we have set our minds on things above, Mm -hmm. you know, that's our, we're shifting our focus. We're reminding ourselves that this is world is temporal. We, I don't even know who the pastor was. It, it still is an impact. We, weeks ago, we listened to this short little video from a pastor, and his answer to what everything is happening now is to remember that our time here is short, mm-hmm. that, that there's more going on for eternal purposes than we even understand. Set our minds on things above. Set our minds, because our life, this verses say in Colossians, we are hidden in Christ. Mm-hmm. We are hidden with Christ in God. And we can set our minds on things above. We can remind ourselves. We can help each other remember there's more going on here than just this moment. Mm. So while we do have to consider what path need is causing us to choose, as Gandalf mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. right? One must tread the path need chooses. We can make those decisions in light of setting our minds on things above, in light of inviting Christ christ into the decision making and they might not be easy decisions right so i think that's you know how then shall we live let's set our mind on things above let's invite christ in and remember let's not spend any emotion this is your advice to me and i hear we're not giving advice we're, we're, i know i your whole lot you and ray borg because i'm a passionate person i get kind of ranty as you know i'm like 
you're like, Reb, don't spend any more emotional energy on this mm -hmm. than you need to. How about you spend emotional energy on actually finding the path, mm -hmm. finding you know, what are the options for the path we're on? You know, may, and, and consider, you know, you may feel like, oh man, I haven't saved the last five years. What have I been doing? You know, not now's not the time for shame. No. Now's the time to repent, figure it out with God. We've already said, set your minds on things above. So you're going to God, you're like, okay, Lord, if I've messed up, show me so that I don't keep making the same mistake. You know, we want, we want to get you know that clear and out of the way and then you invite god and say how do i choose to go into the mines of moria like mm -hmm. like if you guys know the story that wasn't an easy path mm -hmm. but no path was easy yeah. and maybe all the paths for you aren't easy right now well and and you know okay burst the bubble here but a lot of the paths that we tread through life are not easy. In fact, um, you know, that's may maybe that's a little bit of a, um, a, a, a different focus. You know, nowhere in Scripture or not too many places in Scripture do we read, oh, life is going to be easy. You'll have absolutely no troubles. Um, you know, hey, just, you know, roll with it, baby. You'll have everything that you, you know. And, and I'm going, okay, so. You know, I'm careful because there are plenty of places where the scripture and the Lord says, we will be blessed. We will, he will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And, and we have verses like that and we can grab a hold of those verses. Absolutely. Uh, but here's the, and we're talking about that today. In the midst of this, we keep our eyes on, on the Father. We keep our eyes on Christ. We focus on that. We say, um, you know, one of the things that I say very often too, and, and that's just been in my own experiences, is, is that God is not the keeper of secrets. That when we come to him, he wants to impart wisdom to us. He wants to share his heart with us. He shares what he's doing in the world around us, but he doesn't always share what he's doing in the greater world out there he's saying hey dave you know what you've come to me and i want to share my heart for you for today what am i up to today in the context of the people that you're going to meet and how you're going to meet with them okay well i want to hear god's heart for that because i don't think i have capacity for tomorrow the next day the next day or the greater but world i think that's where sometimes our anxiety comes from it's where we're our anxiety thinking, is oh man lord you know, oh man, Lord, what do I do? Like, it's gonna be too hard, you know, 10 weeks from now when I have to pay my tax bill. And he's saying, no, 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 no. We're gonna do this together one day at a time. This is why his grace is so awesome. And and in Lamentations, it in the middle of Jeremiah's lamenting about the loss of Jerusalem, mm. he says, you know, you are faithful. Great is your faithfulness. Your love is everlasting. Mm -hmm. Your mer mercies are new every morning. So our encouragement to you for how then shall we live is to press in and lean into his mercy. So you're setting your mind on things above. You're not spending more emotional energy on the issue than, than you have to. You're taking the road of need and you're taking it to God and you're saying, I'm gonna lean into your mercy that's new for me today. What do I do? Because if you take care of today, 
mm-hmm. what God is saying for you to take care of, your tomorrows are going to be taken care of because you don't need to worry about tomorrow because you've done all these steps today mm-hmm. and you're going to do all the steps tomorrow and you're just going to lean into his mercy and say, you know what? Okay, I don't mm-hmm. have all that money for groceries. I did a year ago. So we're going to figure this out. Maybe you're going to make a meal plan. Maybe you're going to go dig deep into your freezer. Maybe you're going to Maybe you're just going to ask the Lord, "So what do I do now, Lord, as mm-hmm. I go shopping? Which store do I go to? Um, you know, what what are the strategies? I mean, I love the example you just used, Reb, where you're saying, "Okay, I see this property tax bill coming up in 6 weeks. Let's just put a number out there. What do I do today?" Well, if there's income that comes in the house, and I'm not saying this is the word of the Lord to you, but the, this is how the Lord has worked in in uh, as we read through Scripture and as we watch the model of Christ. Christ says, okay, so there's money that came in, and okay, we're going to set that aside today. Maybe it's 10 bucks, maybe it's 20 bucks, maybe it's 100 bucks. We're going to set that aside today, even though maybe the math doesn't quite add up mm-hmm. to, hey, if I divide the tax bill by six weeks, I have to put aside X number of dollars a week. And then you hear the Lord say, well, I would just want you to put 10 bucks aside this week, even though you're going, hey, I need to put a hundred bucks aside this week. Well, maybe it's just 10 right, bucks you put Right, aside. we're like, okay, the t- tax bill is gonna be $1,800 like ours was in March. Mm-hmm. And like, what are we doing? Well, in our case, we set that aside. Mm-hmm. But even if you say, I, I'm gonna set aside some money for that tax bill, um, and I'm going to do it in faith because you never know what's going to happen in and, 10 And the weeks. question to the Lord is, 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 so Lord, here, again, we're just getting totally practical on the money side in yes. that, this context to say, Lord, here's the money I have. How do I divide it up? Sometimes it's really obvious, you know, sometimes we've got the plan, it's the money meets the plan and we've, we've created the plan because we did that before the Lord and it's actually working. (laughs) You're going, okay, Uh, you know, we made the plan. Even in that context, looking to the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, so is this like, is this what we're going to do is, is we're going to allocate the money to these different spots this week so that we spend the money that has come into our possession in the places where essentially the Lord has said, yeah, this is where I want you to spend it. And again, um, you know, it's spiritual, but it's not, it's not like this, you know, we have to fast and pray every week to, to hear the word of the Lord for where my money went. Maybe, maybe there's a time where that gets a little more intense. And, and we've done both. And maybe there's a time where it, you're looking at it and you're just going, this is the plan. This is what it works. And, 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 and it's working and we're just allocating to where it needs to go. But I will caution in the sense of say, then so, there are times where the Lord says, oh, uh, but I want to mess with your plan. And I want you to move <laughs> gonna, some money over here was, to do that. I was going to say for the people who listen and who have more, mm-hmm. more income than expenses, you know, this applies to you too. Mm-hmm. Just just because you have more margin than some other people doesn't mean you don't come to the Lord and ask him how this, how, how the, how, what is the path of need leading Mm -hmm. you down right now? Or maybe the path of need for your neighbor. Maybe you're asking, how can I help someone with their tax Mm -hmm. bill who has a need? You know, it, we ask different questions when we, Dave and I say this, 
when we've had more money than other years, we, it's different questions mm-hmm. we ask. Mm-hmm. So there, it may not be your own immediate need. It may be, you know, the Lord says to you, yeah, you're going to have a need six months from now and you need to store up that margin. And 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 look at the story of Joseph. There's a perfect example. The Lord actually gives Pharaoh the dream and they figure out what the plan is. But they were putting aside grain when they had plenty for down the road. The Lord had given them the, in a sense, the plan. And so they were going, but I want to go back to, to, to a little bit where we started, how then shall we live and to go, uh, or, or to highlight the, the community aspect. Yes. Yeah. Because, um, you know, as, as, uh, the quote that you read from Francis Schaefer, uh, what struck me there was, really talking about community and individuality. And, you know, in this time, when when we see a lot of moving pieces, um, you know, we see a lot of a lot of things that are unknown. We see a lot of things that look, uh, you know, kind of dark on the financial horizon for, for some people. Again, not everybody, but for some people in saying, um, you know, if we're in community, then what does... You know, that's that's such a key component to that question of how then shall we live? Mm. We really do need to be in community and and we really do need to be listening to the Lord. Again, Paul writes about the body of Christ is like a body. There's a hand, an arm, a foot, uh, you know, all of these things. And so as we think about that in the context of there are different people who have different roles within the community or the body, but we need to be in community. And there is, there is an assumption there that in our current culture, everybody needs to do it on their own, right? Every, that individuality is an underpinning that I think, you know, as, a, as we come to the end of the show, maybe we leave that for you to think about is to say, how am I engaging, being active, and, and really bringing myself into a place of community? Because that is part of the kingdom of God. Well, and, I would, and I'll we just live. throw in here, we define community to be a good community, a safe community, mm-hmm. a place where we share and love and we have um, freedom to bring our weaknesses and our strengths. And then asking that question, are we that kind of community for others? I yeah. mean, that's a whole other radio show. Oh, it but is. I, I know. But, but like, I had to mention it yes, here because it the, the question we're doing how is, then we how yes. then should we live? And and I, I want to say, you can't do it alone. You know, the Fellowship of the Ring was a fellowship of nine. They did it together and they were all different. They were different races. They were different. And, and you know, I think we would be we would be terrible, Reb, if, if, we, if we didn't say, wait a minute part of this how then shall we live is that we we are in community and and good community and good community takes work and it takes intentionality and it takes being together and choosing to be together and it takes sharing thing, things that we sometimes don't want to share like i don't have enough money for groceries this week well shoot i have extra this week thanks for letting me know here you know, no strings attached. We're just part of community. We're taking care of each other. And, and that's just what we do. So thank you for sharing your need because I happen to have extra this week. And, you know, I, that's part of what community is. 
So Lord, we just want to thank you so much for you that mm. we can set our mind on things um, above and not on just the nitty gritty of our day to day life, <laughs> that you bring us hope in our nitty gritty mm. and that you invite us into relationship with you on this financial journey, onto the road of need and with good community and you you didn't do it alone and you don't want us to do it either so we thank you and we pray that you would open doors for us to be in that community and to be that community for others hmm. i just pray this in your name there you go so join us next week when we talk money let's talk money is a division of more than enough financial fitness where god is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow for more information or to comment on today's show please visit more than enough.ca